This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Good weekend. Yes. And the big question is, yes. what did you do with your first weekend without football since September? Hoopage. You did a little hoopage. Oh, hoopage. you had the Knicks. You, had, yes. you were working had that hoopage. Sunday. Yes, I had some gotcha. hoopage. Uh, and I saw maybe five minutes of NFC versus AFC. Oh, that's five more minutes than I saw. Well, because I was waiting for ESPN to switch over. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> for the Knicks. That's why. And after I found that they were on ESPN, too, I whoosh, whoosh, There you go. Moved away, moved away. But I will tell you, Gordon, uh, watching basketball and trying to keep up with all the possible trades and the big trade in New Jersey. That consumed a Brooklyn. lot of my Sunday. Yes. yes. Uh, in Brooklyn, rather. Brooklyn, yes. yes. They would have traded him to New Jersey if they had a team still. They would have they would have traded him anywhere he could, he could have got it. You're right. Yeah, there's no and question. It's, it's funny because on Saturday, you know, Friday night, you, you get the news that uh, mm-hmm. he's requested a trade, and, and I did my show on Saturday, and it just seemed like at that point, even though people were saying, well, there's no need to trade him, you know, if you don't get the right deal, it was clear. It's over. The yeah. dream that they had of this 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 dynamic duo leading them to NBA titles never came close to really materializing. No. And and Kyrie Irving was that duo's worst enemy. So uh yeah, it did not surprise me at all that the Nets it's good to see the Nets. I would think if I were a Net fan, I think it would be good to see my organization realize really where we're at. And getting this guy out of here as soon as possible. Getting you know, getting the best deal you can, but getting this guy out of here as soon as possible because it was not going to work here. And and if you didn't trade him by the deadline, you'd lose him for nothing. It makes you wonder, Gordon, that whether the owner kind of held them up from them making this move before, because you could see that with the whole situation at the beginning of the year and the owner stepping in, all these list of demands for him to come back. It, it, the owner was done. Joe Sy was done. So when the owner's done, it's a little easier to get the guy out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was funny because when the news first came, everybody's first reaction was you know, to list all the things that Kyrie Irving and his time here and his time in Boston, his time in Cleveland. I mean, it's a, it's a long list of things that this guy has, uh, has put organization through. But in the next breath, all those same people who are telling you all the different things about Kyrie Irving – well, this team is interested and that team is yeah. interested, it just shows you the power of talent because there's never been a question that he is talented. And if you could ever get him focused on the right goals for an extended period of time, really this guy would kind of be the limit. But uh, the, the Nets were done waiting. Uh, I can't say that I blame them. It feels like ever since really last year and and the fact that they did not sign him to that contract extension he opted in because that was the best financial sense. It just shows you for all the different things that we all point to with Kyrie Irving. He's not nuts. He still wants mm-hmm. his money, and he wants as much money as he can possibly get, and rightfully so. Good for him. But the Nets would be, in, if they had done that, if they had given him another four-year contract and another $200 million, they would need to have their heads examined after the last four years. There's always somebody who thinks they can fix you. I don't care what yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. There's always somebody that thinks they can fix you. And for the short term, they're now going to put him in the hands of Jason Kidd. 
So that's going to be interesting to see. And and here, here's what we know. He's going to be great over the rest of the season, Gordon. He's going to be as good as he was during the past, what, month, six weeks, eight weeks, where he was just putting up 30-point games and big in the fourth quarter and what he was doing in Brooklyn while KD was out. And you know because he wants that money, he's going to be on his best behavior. He's going to work with Luka. He, there's going to be no issues with him now. Then you wait and see after the end of the season or the offseason because this is what they'll do. Now, you know what they're going to do if he does well. They will go on and they will give him a contract, a, a two-year deal, because they're not going to give him a long-term deal. They're, they're not going to do that. They'll give him a two-year deal before the 30th, and you know, hopefully he'll – you know, behave for the first year, and and maybe he can, maybe they can find a way to get him focused. But he was done here with the Nets, and here's what here's what makes it even more sadder for the Nets is the Ben Simmons move is not working out either. He's, no, he's, <laughs> he's no. I mean, everybody knew that that wasn't going to work out. He's been unavailable, Gordon. He's yeah. supposed to come back tomorrow night, and now all through all through the everything you read. His trade value is zero. Yes, it was zero when the Nets got him. Nobody. The only reason why the Nets got him was because they had to get rid of James Harden. Yep. Yep. So I mean, yeah, I mean, he has after this year, Larry. He has two years and eighty million dollars left. That's outstanding. <laughs> eighty million dollars. That's boy, I tell you, he that's, got a great. That's agent. almost a million dollars for every game that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant played together in, in Brooklyn. <laughs> He's got a. Great that was seventy four. He's got eight after this year. They still got to get yeah, through this year. That's right. That's right. Well, just to go back to the Kyrie thing, yeah, I'm sure he will be on his best behavior. This is the stage, and we've seen this stage before. We've seen mm-hmm. this stage every step of the way. Yep. This is like when the family first shows up at the haunted house, and they don't realize it's a haunted house, and everything seems great. Look at this beautiful kitchen, and there's a beautiful yard, and there's a pool. We didn't even know there was a pool. And then, after about a half hour of the movie, all of a sudden, the, the walls are bleeding, and somebody is whispering, get out, you know? So that's yeah. when that contract, whatever it is for Kyrie, gets locked in with the, the Mavericks, mm-hmm. that's when the trouble will begin. But at that's- least for this year, if they can win a title out of it, you would take that trade. The Nets would have taken that trade. Any team would take that trade, but... Relying on Kyrie Irving, there are few. Uh, it's hard to find anything more unreliable than Kyrie Irving. Yeah, but you can rely on him to mess it up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that part of it. Yeah, and look, there are worse people. You know, yes. sometimes with Kyrie, it seems like people make it out like he's a terrible human being. It's not that so much. It's the nope. fact that he is a terrible teammate, mm-hmm. and he is just a toxic member of your organization that you can just yeah. never rely on. So there are far more worse people in sports, but uh, in terms of, of, of not being able to rely on him, unreliability, he is, he might be number two on the list. The only problem for the Nets is they still might have very well. Number one, <laughs> well, they got the top two. Yeah. There's no question about that. 
Hey, the New York Islanders 50th anniversary season continues with celebrations and giveaways all season long at the UBS Arena. And ESPN New York wants to make you a part of this historic season. How? Enter to win two free tickets to see the Islanders face off against the Ottawa Senators at home on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Just download the ESPN New York app, scroll down to contest, and submit your entry. For full contest rule, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Be sure to visit NewYorkIslanders.com for team news, tickets, and more. And catch every Islanders game live on the Islanders stream, heard only on the ESPN New York app. Gordon and I will return on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. A surrounding cast to elevate KD, who, you know, when he comes back, is going to be ready to go, and you now have Listen, Spencer Dinwiddie is an excellent player, good role player coming off the bench. He's great for you. Same thing with, uh, you know, the, the 3 and D uh, young man from Dallas, uh, Corey Finney-Smith. You know, Finney-Smith, very good, very good player, but they're not, K- they're, they're not Kyrie. So what else do you – if you're KD, you're looking to see what are they going to put around me here. Yeah, and um... – it's a, it's a major question, and and you know, with Kyrie leaving and everybody uh, focusing on him exiting, it's important to point out the real like the number one thing that went wrong with this Nets experiment, even more so than Kyrie Irving's self destruction of the team, is that Kevin Durant has not been able to stay healthy. Mm. That's really what it came down to. Like the first year, he didn't play at all. The, the reason why Harden wanted out when he wanted out was because KD was gone and, and Kyrie was just deciding not to play and it was all coming down on him. You know, last year they were the number one seed. KD got hurt and they dropped down to, you know, they were almost in the play-in, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he has not been able to stay healthy. And you think back when he had the injury uh, with the Warriors before he came onto the Nets, there were a lot of people – who thought, you know, there's no way the Knicks can pursue him now because coming off this injury, it's just too much of a question mark. And there were plenty of people that pushed back. And, oh, no, he'll be fine. He's going to be as good as ever. And when he plays, he is as good as ever. But he played 35 games in 2020. He played 55 games last year. He's been out for a while this year. You know, I think if you're the Nets, as great a player as he is at 34 years of age with as many miles on the uh, on the odometer as he has, mm-hmm. I think you have to be you have to be thinking about, OK, this did not work. It's time for us to turn the page. And as great a player as Kevin Durant is, I think you got to find the best deal for him and make that as well. Wow, that's interesting, because then you will have <laughs> you're starting you, over. You're starting over again. Yeah. Now, listen, Cam Thomas had an unbelievable game tonight. You watch it with 47, mm-hmm. uh, Nicholas Claxton. They've got some really good They've young players. They've got some nice pieces, absolutely. They do. Um, you know, but it just seems like they just, they just keep running into the same problem. They keep running into a wall. And you're right. And, you know, I saw Stephen A. was on first take this morning, and he said that, yeah, there are, the, the Nets are taking calls, from what he understands, on Durant. And don't be surprised with the if you start to hear the – Jalen Brown move again, you know, because that was a couple of years ago. You heard Jalen Brown mm-hmm. maybe in the, D, in, in, you know, trade for, for KD. First of all, if I'm the Nets, I, why would I trade KD in my division? No, 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 no. He's no. going west. Yeah, absolutely. If, he, if, he's going, if, he, if he's leaving, he's not, he's not staying on the East Coast. 
Yeah, they should trade him to the Lakers and just to just to tick <laughs> off Kyrie. <laughs> Did you see that report that Joe Sy, the owner, put his foot down and said and refused to trade him to the Lakers? Yeah, because that's where he wanted to go. Right. There's part of me that thinks, well, that's 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 very small minded, and and as an owner, you can't operate out of spite. But there's another part of me that kind of respects this game, you know. Like yeah. I'm not gonna after you sabotage my organization as much as you have, and you feel like you know what, it's your right to go wherever you want to go. Now, if the Lakers were offering a significantly better deal than the mm-hmm. Mavericks, maybe that much. But it seemed like it was pretty much the same deal. So I say, you know what? Yeah. I, I can see why he would, would send him to Dallas and, and let him go there. And you know what? Maybe if Kyrie works his magic there, a year from now, two years, maybe that might spring Luka. He might say, you know what? Get me out of here. <laughs> I'm thinking long anywhere. range here, Larry. I'm thinking, I'm yeah, thinking big you. picture. I, I, you're, you're, look, you're looking for Luca to come to New York. Oh you? my God! Please. <laughs> Why? Well, listen, the way Evan Fournier played last night, who needs Luca? <laughs> who needs Luca, right? <laughs> but no, but that is that is the next question. So uh, Nick Fidel was on DPH on Rothenberg this morning. You know, from six to ten, Monday through Friday, here on ninety-eight seven ESPN, and he was asked by the guys, "Will Kevin Durant simply one out?" Absolutely. If you're Kevin and you're going to be 35 years old in September, why are you staying here? Guys, if they keep everything intact, if you are the Nets and you have everything in play, the only moves that they can make from a salary camp standpoint are you've got the taxpayer mid-level and you can bring Seth Curry back. Other than that, again, we go back to Simmons. If you can unload Simmons and turn him into some kind of other asset, fine, you know, hey, go for it. But who is lining up right now to acquire Ben Simmons? And that's where the next part of this all goes. So it would really surprise me if Kevin is here for the long haul. But having covered KD in two different places now, I've learned that he's going to make the decision he thinks is best in the moment. And now everybody waits to see what he has to say. And Jay Williams was on Greeny, and he agrees. If KD doesn't get some talent, he's out of here. Frankly, I think if you're Kevin Durant, you're looking at this as an evaluation year. You're saying, hey, look, I took my extension. I am here. Is this team moving in the right direction? Do we feel like I trust in Sean Marks and Joe Sy to help me win a championship? And by the end of the year, if you don't have better clarity on where that is, uh, you can ask for a trade. So the Nets I mean, are under I, the gun for these next couple of days, Gordon, because they yeah, have to do something to get a little better. That, that's such an unfair, like, uh, look, Kevin Durant can do whatever he wants. But to think that he is putting his evaluation on his future, which the clock is ticking, with the amount of injuries he has had and at the age of 34, the clock is ticking. To think that he is now going to bank his future on what the Nets do here before the trade deadline this year, well, if that's the case, the chances of them doing anything really significant that's going to help Kevin Durant win a championship anytime soon, it it seems pretty far-fetched. Like, what What piece are you going to be able to move that brings you back a piece that you can team with Kevin Durant that you'd say, you know what, I really feel good about the Nets' chances in the East this year? Yeah, I, d- I don't think there is one. And right. remember, when he had just about everybody here, he said he wanted to be traded during the offseason. Absolutely. I, I, and I think that that's probably – now, look, he's not going to do it, I don't think, in the way that Kyrie Mm-mm. did it. No. Maybe he'll no. do it behind the scenes and his people will – and maybe that'll facilitate a better destination than one that he wants more, but uh, we shall see. I don't think that he's going to move before the trade deadline. It would feel kind of quick and, and rushed to do that. 
But I think when you get to this summer, the Nets, and, and if you're a Nets fan, I think that while you can't feel good because this has been a fiasco, this has been an, an, an epic fail, at least the one silver lining is if you believe in Sean Marks, the Nets have taken back control of their organization. Yeah. And, and you have to hope that now with Sean Marks, he will be able to build and maybe avoid the pitfalls that they fell into this past time if he can build it up again. Yeah, and, and you got to hope that, that he can do that. The question is going to be, uh, what, how can you get rid of Ben Simmons' salary? Oh, my God. I, and I don't know if how he you does can. that. He should be executive of the year. I don't know how you do that. I, I, <laughs> he I should know. be executive of the century. Exactly. And I keep seeing his name in, in trade. That, you know, well, Toronto, well, Toronto does not want Ben Simmons. They're trying oh to shed God. cap salary. Oh, They're trying to shed well, how, salary. How, they don't want that salary. I mean, why would why would if you decided you wanted Ben Simmons, you'd have to go for a, a, a psychiatric exam. <laughs> the guy never plays. He's always hurt. Uh, he's always got something for him not playing. It doesn't seem like he wants to play. He's got two years and $80 million left. He, he's a max contract player. He can't play in the fourth quarter. You have to take him out of the game. Mm. He can't hit free throws. I, I mean, who's lining up for that? Uh, not many. No. And, and the many. only reason why the Nets did was because they were forced to get rid to. of James Harden. They yeah. needed something. They had to. They had to. Which, they were desperate. Which you know, was it, it, because of Kyrie. It was, it, you know, it's almost like uh, the, it was like a, a deal with the devil that the Nets made. And every step mm -hmm. of the way, there were warning signs, right? Yeah. But every step of the way, you feel like, oh, we'll just do the. All right. They want the coach fired. We'll fire the coach. They want this coach who's never coached, but we'll bring in the coach. They want the Harden trade. We'll bring in Harden. They Harden has to get out of here. We'll bring back Ben Simmons. Maybe each step of the way, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And now I think you have to kind of blow it up. And, and whatever you can get, you very well might be just stuck with Ben Simmons at this point. Yeah, as bad as bad as the Garnett Pierce trade was, this is much worse. This is so much. Oh worse. yeah, you know what? When so they made worse. the Pierce uh, deal with Garnett, you thought it might raise them up to a certain level but it wasn't an expect i didn't i don't remember if people did or not there was not an expectation that this is their championship level when they got kd and kyrie they no were question. planning the parade yep. route yep. in the words of brian cashman it was not about a championship it was about championships yep and they won one playoff series unbelievable gordon and i will take your calls next on 987 espn this is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, this is the yeah, NBA. One doesn't do beat yourself. five. <laughs> you know, and, and, and everybody's got to be on the same page, Gordon, because even if you have three talented guys, if they're not on the same page, they're not beating anybody either. Yeah, and look, um, they can't beat Boston uh, anyway. So forget about Giannis. They, they, I mean, Boston might be the team they have to beat, and they can't beat them during the regular season. They can't beat them in the playoffs. So uh, the, the Nets are, are going – I don't know that they're going to go back to the drawing board, but they're taking a step back. There's no question about that. Now, they're still a playoff team. They'll still win probably a playoff round or two, but the, 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 the experiment failed. Yeah. And it just shows you there's no foolproof plan, Larry, to, to win a title. Right. No. Nope. Everybody criticizes the Knicks for doing this and the Knicks for doing that. And look, the Knicks, plenty of things to criticize them for. 
But there's no foolproof plan, even getting the two superstars. You know, we, we've made it out like, oh, you just get two of the best 15 players and the titles roll in. Well, not for Brooklyn. <laughs> no. No, it didn't. It did not. Dante's in Queens. Dante, you're next on 98.7. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, you guys know that I'm a Knicks fan, and I really don't call the show to gloat, but – I have no sympathy or pity for the Nets fan base because next to the Cowboys, they're probably one of the most simple-minded, annoying fan bases in the country. You know, people, like you just said, people get on the Knicks for not having stars. Y'all had three of them and nothing to show for. Closest you got is the second round. All that money spent and time wasted and, you know, Nets fans – you know, wanted to look down their nose at um, Knicks fans. Oh, we got Kyrie, this and that. Look, look how it turned out. You're still going to be an average team in the end. So, they, you know, you made your bed, lie in it. And good luck trying to get rid of that bum Ben Simmons. Yeah, it's not I mean, be easy, Dante. You know, sure. for all the bad moves the Knicks have made, they don't have a contract as bad as Ben Simmons. I can they tell don't. You that much. And they've had some bad contracts. Absolutely. <laughs> they, they've, 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 they've had books of them. They but have. The, the Nets, the Net fan, when they got KD and Kyrie, oh, they were they were gloating. They were, oh, they were. look at us, right? Yeah. So they didn't they want to come to, to the garden. They didn't want to yep. play for your guys. You guys are old, yep. old school Absolutely. Knicks. Nobody cares about the Knicks anymore. And listen, <laughs> and we're not hypocrites. Gordon, we would have gladly taken them. <laughs> of course, we of course, any team them. would have gladly taken them. Any team is not is it's not Brooklyn's fault. It didn't work out. No, it's um, not. You would, anybody would have taken that to risk. Make. Absolutely, especially. But see, here's the thing, and I'm not sure since I don't know how what the conversations were like with KD and Kyrie and whatnot. But Gordon, some of that is on KD. Absolutely. Some of that's on him. You got, you know, you got to talk to your guy. Listen, man, we're, we're here to win. What's going on? We got to be here together. We're trying to be on the same page. We're here to get something done. I mean, you can't, you know. I mean, and listen, Gordon, like I said, maybe he did, and Kyrie didn't listen to him. I don't know, but I'm just like. <laughs> I think what you can say is that KD is a phenomenal player, one of he the is. great players we'll ever see. But yes. in terms of leadership. In terms of, of of getting people to follow, at least his, his, his running mate, and maybe nobody could. Uh, LeBron mm-hmm. could for a little while. Yeah. But maybe nobody could get hit. No, maybe nobody could get that message through. But it does. It, he's a great player, but in terms of a GM, he, he leaves a little bit to be desired. To think that he left NBA Shangri-La I know. I know. to run with, 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 with Kyrie. Oh, and, and it, you know, it would be one thing if they didn't get to the mountaintop, but they, they were in the finals this year. They they played this seven-game mm-hmm. series, and that's They didn't get close. They won one playoff series. It makes you wonder, and there's always been the criticism about, about KD that he, he's very sensitive and he hears everything, and that's why he has to burn their account and so on and so forth. He is. But it really makes you wonder how much he regrets just almost being kind of like Kyrie to say, oh, okay, you went to Golden State to get a championship. They already had a championship. They didn't need you. Look, he was the best player on that team when he got He there. was absolutely. And it wasn't it, even close. With no, all due respect to he won Steph the Curry, finals MVP both years. It wasn't close. So for you to let people say, well, you didn't, you know, you, you didn't really win that. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to go somewhere else and prove that he could win on his own. I'm just like, 
Forget what people say. <laughs> you got the rings. Who cares right. what people that's are all talking matters. about? In the NBA, that's all that matters because it is a talent league. Yeah. And he is one of the most talented players there is, even still. Yes. But what what a poof going back to that one. That was that was that was <laughs> safe to say that was a mistake. <laughs> that was his running partner. Oh boy. Yeah. You know, some sometimes you can't sometimes you can't work or play with your friends. <laughs> sometimes you can't. Sometimes business gets in the way. Nothing like Gordon, nothing like business or lending money to ruin friendship. <laughs> yeah. Um and Kyrie, it's just it, it's the same story everywhere he goes. Yeah. And and I'm sure it, it will only be a matter of time. It'll yeah. only be a matter of time. And we were saying before about um, he'll be on his best behavior, but that's the thing with him. He can't mm-hmm. he can't stay on his best behavior. Yeah, yep, he can't. He can't. We'll come back and take more of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. On 98.7 ESPN.